I just sold all of my stocks, like in one one big swoop. <laughs> Welcome to Walk with Wade. Thanks for being here. Thank you for listening to these. Um, you guys are really enjoying these little journal entries, and I'm enjoying making them. So let's keep going. Yes, I I sold I sold all my stocks. What the hell? What are you doing? And a lot of them, most of them, I sold them at a loss. So let's talk about that for a moment. You know me. I've been trading stocks since I was, honestly, I've been trading stocks since I was about 16. I used to use a play money account. And when my dad was teaching me how to, how to even do this, we even played a little stock market game when I was 16, where we basically started with a thousand fake dollars. And for a month, we traded stocks to see who would make more. And I ended up winning, <laughs> which is just like fun. It was total luck. I threw all mine into like a penny stock and it moved like a nickel. And I made like a lot of money from it, like fake money. And I won. I beat him at his own game. Anyways, ever since then, I've been totally hooked. I love it. Look, I love it for finance. I love that it feels responsible. I love that I can have intellectual conversations with people about it. I love that basically like all the information is out there and it's your responsibility to 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 under, like to learn it to find information and then make your own decisions based on what's going on like I love that the game <sighs> as soon as I was about to say that I'm like well is that true and I was about to say I love that I feel like the game's not rigged like a casino game where the odds are just automatically against you after trading for 18 years my half of my life uh I don't know how much I feel that that's true because I have just seen some rigged BS. <laughs> I've seen, I've been, I've, I have taken some losses due to some crap and I've taken some wins that did not feel like I was responsible for that outcome. You know what I mean? Um, anyways, lately, not lately, this year especially, but for two years, I've been just dipping my toe more and more into the crypto game. I keep doing it. I keep finding little reasons to throw a little bit here and there, you know, like I started out like, like almost everybody does like, well, I don't know about everybody. I shouldn't say that. I started out by just buying some Bitcoin, just a little bit of Bitcoin. And there we go. I purchased on crypto. I purchased some crypto, right? And that was, that was the start of it. I did it using uh, Robinhood. As soon as crypto was available to trade there, I, I quickly bought a little bit of Bitcoin. So then I was in the game. And when I... When I'm learning something, I, I I'm trying to figure out how to say this. When when I'm when I want to learn something, the best way for me to do it is to basically put my money where my curiosity is. There's something about being invested with money that is a motivator for me to want to like investigate Google, like sit down for hours and like read long books, papers, blogs, reports, earning statements, all that sort of stuff. Like I like I have to be financially invested to get into it. So as soon as I like threw a little bit of money into Bitcoin and then I started seeing my money going up and down, it starts to be like, well, why? Why did it move? And then it usually starts simple with like, let's read some news. And then, okay, we learned some buzzwords. Now let's go Google those buzzwords. Okay, Googling them led me to blogs. Okay, now I'm there. Okay, and then this takes me to social media. Okay, now I'm learning things in the community. And it just boom, 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 boom. You just keep going down the rabbit hole. This is how I learned. This is, this is like, this is the consistent trend of how I learned something. I get financially invested. And then because of that, I start going down the rabbit hole to figure out why the hell my money's moving, right? So I did that with crypto. 
and I just kept going down this rabbit hole. And I got to tell you, the same way that I was excited to really dig into stocks when I was younger, it is the same thrill and fun excitement that I get for researching crypto. The only difference is that like, this is like this crazy new frontier that almost nobody knows anything about. Even though people will talk crypto, almost nobody knows like anything about it. I have been studying for about a year and I can still tell you that I still am just scratching the surface. Now, there's just some complex stuff going on here. And a lot of the things that you read are new, which is great. It's great that it's new knowledge, but this, this stuff changes quickly. And a lot of the things you're reading are like bias. You say you have to be careful about that or uneducated people like me writing, you know, like, like you can sort of listen to me, but you shouldn't, you definitely should not treat mine like financial advice. Like I definitely do not know the whole picture. I'm just sharing what I know along the way. Um, or you get highly intellectual, the people that are building the things, papers, which are awesome, but also really difficult to understand, um, which leads you down the path of like Googling everything that they just wrote about. It's like, it's like not knowing Spanish, picking up a Spanish book and then looking up the dick, like Googling all the words you don't know along the way. Like it's slow process to pick up, but it's highly, highly valuable because you're not, you're the one that's not lazy to do it. Like right now, this is the best time ever to like get into this. If you think that there's a potential future in this, I do, I think there is. And what I've noticed in the stock market is early on in this year, when we had the COVID pop in the financial market where everything jumped and then we threw our money in and then um, everything went up because the economy recovers, like that's how it does in the market, made my money pulled some out, took some profits, had some sweet wins. And then near this back half here, there is this feeling. I had been feeling it for a while, but I didn't I didn't know what to do, so I didn't do anything yet. And I was just getting this vibe. I was like, slowly but surely, like people are people are taking their money out of the stock market. That's what it feels like. Like slowly but surely the little graph is starting to go down. It's just like it's not like super fast radical, but it's happening. And I started to question why I felt that way. Like, why do I feel like the stock market's getting smaller, even though more companies are getting bigger, even though the news is louder than ever, Wall Street bets and all of that, like it's as loud as ever. And what I started to pick up, and I'm going to explain why I picked it up, but it's going to be really the reason why I took the money out of the stock market today. And the reason is, is the stock market's getting louder but talking a whole lot less about most stocks. It's really talking oftentimes about 10, 12 stocks. You know what I mean? Tesla, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, like the big ones right there, Apple, things like that. But then it's like these penny stock type situations or these weirdly situated stocks, GameStop, Palantir, you know, Rivian, like things like that. Like, and these are your, your meme stock type traders talking about this. Anyways, what I'm feeling is that, first off, uh, older generation are slowly taking their money out and putting it into crypto because I feel like they're starting to understand more and more that this thing is not going away. They've got more money to play with. They're taking large bets and they're putting it in there, right? 
And I also kind of think that they're starting to get the feeling like it feels like the party went on pretty long. It feels like the stock market got pretty extended in the upside after a pandemic and we still haven't really recuperated fully. And then like the next freaking variant hits us, you know, like we went through a couple variants now, haven't we? And right now we're on this Omicron run, right? You know, and um, it doesn't seem like things are picking up and just going to be all honky dories as quickly as possible. Yet the stock market reflects that there was like a rapid succession, like a rapid improvement in, in the economy um, after COVID was like announced, basically. And then we had uh, the, the the Trump presidency, which which really extended the 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 stocks up like you know if you like say what you will about the guy but I made a lot of money in the stock market while that guy was in office because of the way the economy was was being handled and things like that and honestly not for good I don't think for good I think that we've been stretching the rubber band in the up way for a while and I think that a lot of people are getting that feeling that we've stretched this up for a while and something's going to have to give here because the global economy is not like improving as much as the stock market is suggesting it has this past like year. And so the money's starting to get taken away. That's my guess. Also, the meme stock type economy, the the younger generation traders, I think a couple things are happening there. I think that they can't trust it. I think we saw what happened, like every meme stock, every young trader followed GameStop. AMC, Best Buy, or uh, uh, Bed Bath Beyond, um, not Best Buy, Best, Bed Bath Beyond, BlackBerry, like all these meme type stocks. And they followed all of them and they saw what happens when you corner the big powerful people and actually screw them at their own game. And then you see the power of that villainy impressed upon you. And oh my gosh, did it did it feel like you were the little hero in the video game playing the massive beast top boss that you're not supposed to be able to kill and it's so amazing if you ever do? That's like what it felt like. And that feeling was like thrilling because you were like giving your middle finger to the boss that you always knew existed, this this invisible power, and then that power showed itself on your stage because it had to, basically, in order to survive. And you got to see that, and it was thrilling for a moment because you saw the villain. But then you started to think, well, I don't want to play a game with my own money where the villain is real and has the best chance to beat me and has shown us that they can screw us over, right? They can move that price in the stock market. I mean, it was so amazing. Okay, when when the GameStop thing was going, I was a terrible employee. I can tell you that for that for that week and a half, like thank goodness I didn't get fired because I was a terrible employee. Man, I was looking at my screen, my, and it was all stocks. I had CNBC on. I was listening to live YouTube videos of people talking. I had like four different audio things going on all at the same time. Nothing but stock screens. Nothing but my trades going on. Talking to people. I was in the community, and then like one small window was like, okay, I also still have to get my work done. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what it was. I'm. I mean, it was just a wild ride. And what I saw during that week was like the most bullshit rigged, obvious manipulation ever happening. I was staring at the level two data of the stocks, of GameStop um, especially, 
And the level two data is like where you can see every single buy and every single sell and the prices and the amounts of shares being bought at certain prices. And you get to see it all on the spot. It's a very rapid, fast moving number movement thing. But if you stare at it for a while, you, it's like, it's like when you ever hear like the people that are like Rain Man, it's like where they can do math problems because they see numbers in colors and they're like, oh, that's a light red. So it must be 72, like things like that. When you stare at the level two chart for a while and you kind of understand what's going on and you understand what, how supply and demand works in the stock market, why prices are the way they are, the, the bid and the ask, when you, when you understand that and then you see the prices move fast enough, you can get this feeling of a wave and the waves going either left or right and it's intense or it's got lots of little waves. You can get this feeling. You can feel it happening. You can feel the momentum of the stock being traded back and forth, the tug of war happening. And sometimes there's more people on one side, you know, things like that. And when that was going on, my gosh, you could just see like all of a sudden a blast of sell orders. You know, it was just like, it was insane. It was like man-made waves and it was just crushing, crushing, crushing the price. And then the circuit breaker would hit. And the circuit breaker is this thing built into the stock market that like if the prices get, if the volume goes too crazy and the price gets too crazy, um, like up or down, like if it moves too far too fast, then um, the stock will, will it's, like, it's like popping a circuit breaker in your house. It's just like stop the trading right now. It's basically the market trying to protect itself from like a humongous crash down to zero. If things start moving like rapidly up or rapidly down, it just cuts it and just assumes something's wrong here. Let's just let's just let it calm down here for a minute between these buyers and sellers and then we'll turn it back on. And then if it goes crazy again, they'll flip the circuit breaker again. So I was watching these these just smashes of sell orders coming in on GameStop, like out of nowhere. And a lot of the orders are all the same price and they're coming in at like 5,000 at a time. And it was like, holy crap. And it just, it just kept smacking it down. And then the circuit breaker would trip before you could like, before you got a chance to fight back. It's like the boss just like went all out on you, just punching you in the face. Boom, 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 boom. And right before you had one opportunity to give him that one uppercut when he's got his guard down, it, the circuit breaker would trip and it was like the bell for the boxing match would hit and then you wouldn't get the opportunity to make that punch. And so the circuit breaker would hit, you'd be sent back to your corners, everybody get a, a little bit of breath of air, some fresh water, and then ding, the fight will go back on. But you and, and you might come out fighting, but you miss the critical opportunity for that uppercut to hit the boss when, he, when he's got his guard down, when he's just going all out on you and you miss the opportunity. And when you feel that over and over again, it's like, this is wrong. This is rigged. This is not proper. That's what it felt like. And so I go back to the point of young traders in the market and what I think's going on. I believe that they're sick and tired of that, do not want to play a game that feels like you are playing against the house, a game that feels like you're lucky if you win, like that sucks. It sucks to, especially in financing, especially in financial markets. If you win, you should win because you, you, you had the data, you made an inference, you did make a gamble, but you made that gamble informed. You made that gamble educatively. You thought I should win and I'll win because X, Y, Z, right? And then when you win, it should feel like that. But in the stock market, when it comes to the little investor, who, who is all I can speak on, because I'm a little investor, um, is 
when you win big, it really, really feels like you just got lucky. It feels like it wasn't logic or sense that made it happen. And that sucks. You feel like you're up against the wall trying to win. And for a while, that's all we had. That's all we could get into. Now crypto's come around. And in the beginning, crypto was still super weird to get into. You know, I mean, it's still pretty weird to get into, but at least enough people have gotten into it. And there's enough advice out there to like help you get through the weirdness of understanding like what's a crypto wallet and what do you mean dollars turn into ethereum or usdc and then what does it mean to buy dogecoin nfts all that stuff it's very weird but enough times went by that people got into it like they they, they got over the learning curve hike maybe they don't fully understand what's going on but they know enough to be able to have a wallet now have some money in it and be able to buy stuff right and what happens on this side is, look, it's not like there's not manipulation happening. It's a wild cowboy of a market ride. And like, like people are getting screwed with rug pulls where somebody creates a token, hypes it up real high, and then they sell all of their share of it. And then there's nobody left. And everybody else is holding the bag, basically. We have crazy news like China uh, is like banning crypto mining and then all of a sudden the price of bitcoin like the biggest one gets like like just tumbles like these things are crazy it's totally crazy but you know what it feels like it like it it feels more honest still than the stock market crypto market is so much more volatile yet feels more honest and i think it has to deal with the fact that you see the transactional data if you want to manipulate the market you still can, but you can't hide your tracks. The only thing that you can be lucky with is that you can potentially hide your identity, but you can still see the manipulation. You can still see the orders coming from this wallet and that wallet at this price at this time, all of that stuff. You can still see, you can see the robbery happen, right? You know, you, you, you know, you can at least point to something and say, the person that owns that did this. And that's what happened. In the stock market, you can't see that. You hear some news perpetuated by just a handful of like sources and then other people regurgitating it into social media. And it, it, even when you lose, it doesn't feel like you actually saw who won. You didn't see the operation happen. You couldn't prove that it was that transaction that did it. It's like... Losing the game, but seeing the thing that, that made you lose the game, it's, it's, it's honesty. I don't know. Somehow it's honesty. Like, in my head, it just feels right. And what I think's going on when it comes to the young investors is that, simply put, they're like, I don't want to play that stock game anymore. I'd rather play over here. I know I'm taking the same sort of gambles, and it's actually more expensive to even trade over on the crypto side. You got to pay gas fees and shit. But at least it feels honest honest. It also feels like more young people are there than older people, even though that might not be true, like more and more probably not true as more financial institutional money and like old people money like goes into it and whale type money go into it, which is, you know, continuing to happen more and more. But more and more people who were leery about it in the beginning are now coming forward. My dad bought Ethereum, you know, just recently. That was his first crypto he ever bought. But I said when I said that, I made a podcast about that. And I said, I think that's a sign. I think that's a sign of the turning of the generation where people that were a little skeptical about it are now willing to take the time to sit down at their computer for a few hours and figure out how to do this crypto thing. All right, one second, I got to take a sip. 
Yeah. And so I think that's what's happening more and more. The big institutional money is starting to move over. Some of it's moving over. The younger person money is saying, I don't want to play this rigged game. I'd rather play over here in this other game. Sure, it might be dangerous as well, but it's dangerous everywhere. But I might as well play at one that feels a little bit more fair and a little more exciting and also just has like just bigger gains. It's just a much more sexy investing model, especially for a young person. Like, and I agree, like when you're young, like when you're playing this stock market, it's okay to be a little loose. It's okay to go for it right now because you're young. If you're between like 20 and Honestly, if you're between like 20 and 35, like 40, like 20 to 40, like you have a lot of at-bats. You have the ability to, to, to swing for home runs still, right? Because we live in an economy that's quite comfortable. And even when you get old, you don't necessarily have to retire. Like a lot of people in our older, gen- uh, the, the younger generation, hell, even in my generation is not like, like I don't have this like I need to retire thing. I tend to do jobs that I enjoy to do. I assume that when I'm old, I'm going to continue to do it. It feels good being valuable. Getting things done that deal with work is cool. The sport of making money is fun. I don't see why when I'm old, I stop doing that. Like, I don't have a, I don't have that many activities I do on the side that aren't jobs that I enjoy to do. But then if you think of, like, someone like my dad, my dad's dream would be to not have to work for anyone, go fishing, play with the stock market, build stuff, and enjoy, just enjoy, you know? He would, my dad would much rather have that. And I love that. But what, I, what I'm saying is his generation and like my generation, the generation younger than me, there's a shift in that feeling. And so financial decisions are, are changed. Financial strategies of investing are changed because of where we think we're gonna go when we're, when we're older. You know, if you wanna retire and you know you need $3 million by the time you're 55 or 60 in order to give yourself, you know, 60, 70,000, 80,000, maybe $100,000 a year, um, you know, just to live off of and you can call yourself retired and live like a comfort that you're, that you're good with for the rest of your life, like, that's great. But if you have that mentality, you gotta think about how to get $3 million. And this is before there was like million percent gains in stock markets, right? Like this this rapid movement, there's been handfuls of that back in the day, back when like my dad was just starting to trade, but it ain't nothing like today. Like back in the day, like honestly, like a 6% move on a stock in the market was like the newsworthy thing. It was like, that was a big deal. 6% doesn't wake anybody up anymore. Like it ain't, if it ain't a, if it ain't a 25% gain, you might as well not even hear about it is what it feels like. Now, when you think about that, it changes things. It changes your mentality about it. And so the young people are like, screw that. I'm going to play the more exciting game that has got much more opportunity to fail, uh, to, 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 to win and to win huge. Like 20 year olds can become millionaires while working, um, you know, uh, uh, at a restaurant and just also gambling, you know, I mean, it's gambling, but it is what it is, right? You just get more information up front and it feels like there's no house or is there, right? <laughs> and then you have, you can so get the old people that are just like, I see the trend in the market. Let's put the big money over there. Okay, cool. Then you get the young people saying, I want to play a game that's more exciting and feels more fair. And then you get middle people that are just starting to be like, look, I already have my stuff invested. I have it in there. I feel good with that. But the rest of my money that I start coming in that I would normally put into the stock market, maybe I'll put some of that over in the crypto market. So what's going on is like the river of middle age 
um, middle, like like from 30s to 60, 70, 30 to 70 years old type stuff, like that middle run of money, that river, what's happened is it starts to be a little fork in the road, a little, a little bend at the river, a little fork in the river right there. And some of that money that would normally just be going straight into the stock market because what else are you going to do with it? It starts to bend over into the crypto market and you start losing a little bit of that current. There's a, and then what's going on is like, it's starting to erode a little bit that 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 side that crypto side it's fresh dirt and it's starting to get worn away as that river gets bigger and bigger it starts pushing against the sides of that river and it's starting to open up that river even bigger and bigger and wider and more of that money is getting diverted into crypto i think that's what we're seeing with the crypto market going up and the stock market sort of like tapering like a lot of the hot stocks not all the stocks but a lot of the hot stocks the stocks that like that the more gambly type people are playing, not the blue chippy type people, but the gambly type people, you're starting to see all those getting chipped away at right now. They're all just kind of dip, dip, dip. They're kind of just doing the little dip slow thing kind of situation right now. And I think what that is showing is this middle population diverting more funds over into the other markets. Not as many buy orders are happening with that consistent money that was coming into their accounts because it's going over to crypto. I think that's what we're seeing. And I think that that is a sign of like, just like when, um, just like as the crypto side of the river is starting to eat the land on the sides there and it's making that river wider and wider, I can start to think that eventually people will start to notice it happening at a fast enough level that it's going to start shrinking and shrinking that stock market much like like eventually like none of your new money is going to go into the stock market. You're just going to go, okay, I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to put the rest over here. And people are going to start doing that. And so the river is getting a little tighter. And then as it keeps, and then as people start to win more and more in the crypto market, then they're going to go, you know what? My stock money is not doing shit. Maybe I'll take some of this and I'll put it over there. Maybe I'll take all of it. And maybe you end up like where I'm at today, where I basically sold my entire stock portfolio and it's going into my bank, which I will be shifting into my crypto wallet. And then I'll be buying crypto with it, like starting with Ethereum and then starting to pick up other stocks along the way. Oop, oop, did I say stocks? I meant crypto coins, right? You know what I mean? But that's like, that's that's the correlation here. That's the, that's the, that's the switch. Okay, 26 minutes. This is a lot of talk about one little thing I did today, but it was a big deal because I have been trading for a while. I've never pulled all my stocks. And let's let's be honest, I have an IRA that has some stocks in it that I'm not going to touch my IRA. Like if I pull that money out, I pay a fee. Um, I have I have a couple little ones that I just like, it's like gambly and it feels like fun. Like I think they're still going to win. So I have those little guys. But like 95% of my portfolio is now pulled out of the market. So it's going to end up going over in crypto. So that's my little river right there, my little switch right there. We just, we just made a, a big, huge one on the small scale because I'm a little more like all or none, but it's happening. And I think it's going to continue to happen to more people. I think you're going to see the market capitalizations of companies getting smaller because just people are simply not buying as much. It's going to like, their stock prices might go up, but they won't go up as at, like at such a velocity that they used to simply because there's less money there to buy the shares. And then I think there's going to eventually be a really weird turning point 
where it's going to get real honest on the stock market side and valuations are going to dump as people are just moving their positions over. And there's going to be a crash in one and a spawn in the other one, or even a crash in the crypto market at the same exact time as people are looking at the stock market and going, oh my God, it's all going down. And they assume that means crypto as well. So a lot of people will pull that out as well. And then there's going to be this rebirth moment where the, okay, we just had our big crash and now we got to keep moving forward as humans. But this time they're going to put it into crypto. They're not going to put it into the stock market because that game's been played and it's been played out. And a lot of that money is going to go into the crypto market. And by that point in time, a lot of these companies are not going to fail because they also had been putting their company money in the crypto market. <laughs> so I don't think that it's going to be like a terrible thing. I just think that we're just going to get a shift on like what people are buying and owning. All right, that's what I got for you. That's my deal. I hope you enjoyed this. This was super long-winded. I'm not going to cut this one because this is for the straight geeks. And I think you want to hear the way my brain thought about that. Because I think that, you know, I that's what I feel. I, I think that I have this little knack of like, I do research and I get some data to support a, like a truth or I try to learn something about something. But then once I get that information, I sort of have this feeling of like, I, I take that information and that result, that, that guess, and I, I, like, I like swap that for a vibe, like a feeling, like an emotional connective feeling is what that answer now feels to me. And then if it starts to like get louder, same vibe but louder, I feel like it's my, my point was true. The trend continues to get bigger. I was right about the data I saw and the decision I made after it. And that's like what I'm feeling right now with this when I see the stock market going down and the crypto market going up like this. I'm like, I think I'm right about this because this is not new information. I didn't just figure this out. I've been thinking about this for a while and just like I had that in my head from a while ago and which built a vibe and now a few months continue to go by and that vibe just feels like it's gotten amplified, just louder, which makes me think, I think I'm correct about why this is happening. And so today I made my move. I made my decision based on what I felt, based on the information I learned. All right, I'm gonna let you go with that. If you have any in interest in uh, talking about this at all, you can always DM me, Instagram, at Wade Sellers. Um, you can email me, wade at wadesellers.com, or just simply, just enjoy it. With that, I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.